How can we make the world better? By making ourselves better. The Dr. Joe Show explores how you can make positive personal change by using his groundbreaking and highly effective I Am approach to understand who we are and why we do what we do. Your small changes can have big effects. Join us now for the Dr. Joe Show with Mark Stiles of Stiles Law and your host, Dr. Joe Schrand. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Joe Show. Oh. Welcome back, Mark. Welcome. Glad to be back. It's so nice to have you. I mean, because, you know, we, we've been having so much fun. And you yeah. know what? Usually, you know, we, we chat about different stuff, yeah. you and I, for the first bit of the show. And um, to see what, how the I Am fits into see it. See how the I Am fits in. Remember the idea that everyone's doing the best they can. So can I, can I do something? We usually chat. Yeah. But we actually have someone on the line already. We do. Oh, that's fantastic. So can Let's I do it. can I introduce Only if we can thread in the IM. Can we with thread her. in the I of course we can. <laughs> Nancy, are you on the line? I am. Ray! Hey Nancy. Hi. <laughs> Nancy is Nancy, for those of you know, we're doing Zoom cast two, but Nancy was also Zoom cast one. I have ah. and I think I think yeah. Nancy, do you hold the record for being the youngest Zoomer ever? Maybe? I think I think Edith maybe after me, but yeah. I was the youngest for the first two casts. The two casts that I was on, I was the youngest. Wow, how many casts were you on, Nancy? I did the pilot in the first two seasons. I was oh, on with okay. Joe initially, right. and then they did the they did the the old four oldest left, and they kept the three youngest. Okay. So Kenny, Tracy, and I moved on, and then we got uh, Jay, Ann, Mara, and David. That's right. And how old were you actually when you when you first got cast? Well, okay. If you want to go back to the pilot, yeah. I was eight years old eight when years I auditioned. Old. Is that the coolest thing? <laughs> awesome. I was eight. Eight. And then we uh, we we did the pilot. We got funded. So then I turned nine yeah. for the first season, and then I turned ten for the second season. Incredible, incredible! It was so yeah. cool. I have actually have a surprise guest right now because uh, I don't oh, think no. anybody else knew uh, but me, and that's why I love this guy, our Zoom Papa, Christopher Sarson. Are you on the air? Hi, Chris. <laughs> Hello. Nancy, you were so damn cute when you were eight. You were even cuter when you were nine. And now that you're 106, you're really, really cute. <laughs> 106. I know I'm still kicking, Chris, at 106. <laughs> I know. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's so good to hear your voice. It's nice to hear yours, love, and I'm sorry you won't be at the reunion, but it's lovely to hear you now. What's yes. up, Joe? Who are you talking to? Okay, we're, we're talking with Nancy uh, and Chris Sarson. Uh, Chris, you, you might have known that because that's who you are. And then, <laughs> and then uh, we've we, we got another line open. People are going to be calling in. So we, we only have like three lines. So, Chris, you're going to be sticking with us all along because I think it's going to really surprise a lot of people, which is okay with you. Yes. And then in and out, we're going to have other folks calling in. They're going to be texting me if they can't get through. And for those uh, going back to the King of Obvious that didn't know, Dr. Joe was on Zoom. For our listeners who are wondering why we're doing the Zoom reunion, Dr. Joe was Joe from Zoom. It's so true. And I had the, the great honor of saying that I was the first named Zoomer. 
So, you know, I'm Joe was the first that's, thing, and somebody said, I said, That's right. That's right. They said, You set the standard. And I said, No, I, I said the shrandard. Ba -ba -ba. So, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We, we have another caller on the air. Can we get her? Can we get her? Ben? Maura, are you there? Joe. Hooray! Here. <laughs> Maura's here. Hi, Maura. Nancy's Hi. here. And did you know Maura, Christopher Sarson is on the line? Now, now Joe, I have to tell you, you if, uh, if you were uh, the standard bearer as the first named Zoomer, I inherited that role in season two. Yes. So I had some mighty big shoes to fill. Oh, thank you, Maura. Yes, you did. <laughs> I'm Maura. Yeah, yes. well, Maura. So, so look, Maura, you you were the you were the hockey star on the show. <laughs> you know, hockey star exactly. I was I was playing. I was, I played hockey right up until about maybe ten years ago, and then my knees and my back said no more. Oh, okay. mm. wow! But that's pretty good. So, so you played until you were like twenty six. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> nice. If only we were 26. So who is who is uh, participating here tonight? So we're hopefully having and for all of those folks who auditioned and didn't get in, don't take it personally. Uh, I know that there was one <laughs> Danny. I know, I know we had a Danny on the show, but mm -hmm. there was another Danny uh, who actually did an, an interview with me years and years ago, very great guy, who told people that he'd been on the oh, show. Really? <laughs> oh, really? No. You called the wrong guy. Oh, no, no, it was great. He said, that's what I used to do. People thought I was Danny. So, oh, so let's, let's, start, let's start with you, Nancy. So let's, let's how, how, did okay. you, how did you wind up Joe, uh, finding Joe, out about Joe, Zoom and getting Joe, on Zoom? Joe. Okay, sorry. Joe, I'm, gonna, I'm going to, I'm, Joe, what is it? I'm going to defer to Christopher Sarson as I always have ever since I met him. Go ahead, Chris. Let's talk about how we found Joe. <laughs> no, no, no. We were, we were desperate. We <laughs> no, no, that's not true. So we decided that every Zoomer should have an afro. And if you saw Joe in those days, he had an afro. Out afro, any Afro-American. Thank you. He was <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful he head of curly hair. I did, and I, and I had my <laughs> British accent still. The British accent, Can't yes. Yes. He had the British accent, which is why we cast him as Alistair Cook to That's introduce right. the Alistair play. Cook, yes. That's right, doing master. And he sat, he sat in his chair, right. and his Africa wobbled, yep. and uh, uh, he was uh, brilliant as, uh, good oh. evening, I'm <laughs> Alistair Cook, and this is <laughs> No, no, what did he say? I can't remember. Do, anyway. you, do you remember, actually, Chris, <laughs> you and I met Alistair Cook? I mean, because I know that you were doing Masterpiece Theatre, and I remember walking right. down the hallway at Zoom, and you were with Alistair Cook, and uh, right. he came up to me, and he said he was going to sue me for, you know. <laughs> for... <laughs> but can I ask you a question? Do you remember how that whole gag started? How did that whole with gag start? 
We were playing. Do you remember? We would. They had there was the Julia Child set, oh, yeah. and then there was the Alistair Cook set. Yep. They were all oh. in Studio B, and on our downtime, we would play on the sets. And you sat down in the chair, <laughs> and you did this whole Alistair Cook imitation, <laughs> and they loved it, and they worked it into the show. Oh, you are, have a great memory. I'd forgotten that, but that is that's how we did it. That's how we did it. Exactly. It's and incredible. You... I, don't, I don't remember that. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember the Julia Child set and, and just hanging around oh, there as often as we could. <laughs> Get some of that Oh, food. she was great. She loved you guys. And she hit you under the counter. The counter for Julia Child was three foot nine. Normally it's three foot. But she's so tall that we had three foot nine, which enabled the Zoomers to sit in the cupboards and sort of hunt her stuff. <laughs> that you needed during the show. I don't think you actually did anything live, but during rehearsal, it was a lot of fun. Yes. There's, uh, it was fun. So for all of you Zoom fans out there who may have been tuning in, there's a lot of material here that uh, that has <laughs> never been revealed before. So I'm thinking we need to uh, engage Thomas and do a documentary. Where are they now? That would be great. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. Where are they now? What was it, 45 years We've later? It's, we've that would be fun. We've talked, we've talked of this a number of times, and the big people in the, uh, the television world say that there's no room um, for that kind of show because no one would watch it. Now, oh, I, I disagree. Tell you that when, I have to tell you that when I proposed Zoom to PBS for the first time, they said, oh, no, we can't have kids on the show without an Uncle Bob or an Uncle somebody or other. And so I piloted the show believe it or not, at WBZ, which in those days, it was Channel 4, it was owned by Westinghouse. And they right. agreed to do a show. One was without uh, Uncle Bob, and one was with Uncle Bob, who actually wasn't Uncle Bob, he was Uncle, what is his name, the Rex Trailer? Rex, Rex Trailer? Rex Trailer, yes. No, what I'm saying and is... So we did two shows. We did a Zoom, it was called Zoom In, Zoom Out, and uh, I showed the program when um, WBZ said they'd go with the Rex trailer version. I showed the non-Rex trailer version to PBS, and they were so, so ashamed that uh, they hadn't made it. They said, well, all right, you can do a pilot. And so we did a pilot. And yeah. because so many people watched the pilot, that is how we got a national show. Isn't that incredible? And the yeah. rest is history. And yes. the rest is history. And you know the what? The rest is this, history. I, I'm, I'm getting some text folks here from other Zoomers who want to call in. Nancy, yes. how did you wind <laughs> yes. up hearing about Zoom? What happened? Okay. I was I attended the Elma Lewis School of Fine Arts, which was in Roxbury, Mass., uh, with Kenny and Leon and a bunch of other kids. Um, and Channel 2 had hired Billy Wilson to be the choreographer. And Billy Wilson was my ballet teacher. He was the master, um, the master of the ballet program. And he said to a bunch of us, listen, there's a t an opportunity. We're going to go bring a bunch of you over to audition for this new idea for a television show. So he brought me, Kenny, Leon, and I think about 20 other kids, and we all auditioned. <laughs> and, if, and then we found out... Um, 
I don't know how what, what the turnaround time was, but they brought Kenny and I back. They had weeded everybody down, and and then out of that group, I don't know if you recall, they had narrowed it down to like 13 of us, and we all kind of hung out. But my initial introduction to to auditioning for Zoom came from Billy Wilson. Wow. Yeah. And, and for those of you who don't know, Billy Wilson was an amazing choreographer. Did a whole bunch of stuff on Broadway. I mean, we were so, you know, it was a, it was a huge privilege and honor, and one opportunity to work with, with Billy Wilson. Oh, I know he he was um, he was mad, and you, you, what was actually amazing that I because I've known Billy, well, knew Billy since I was seven, and he was my ballet teacher, was to actually see him perform and choreograph, and then go from that discipline and seeing him with adults and, you know, the kids on point, to all of a sudden to a bunch of seven kids who most of us had no real training in ballet, and just watching him adapt and change and, and do the production numbers and all of that, it was... It was uh, it was an interesting, uh, interesting experience for me. Yeah, for, for those of you, do, do you have do you have Joe? Do you have time for a couple of Billy Wilson stories? Oh, I'd love love to hear them, Chris. Go ahead, Christopher. These are absolutely true, and I think they're just wonderful. I was told that Billy Wilson was uh, a choreographer, and I didn't know him from a bar of soap, right? So. Uh, I met him in one of the parks in Boston, and we kind of, you know, eyed each other, and we got on well. We were sort of friendly and that kind of thing. And um, I told him what the idea was, and he said, well, yes, I like working with kids. He said, maybe maybe it'd be all right. And um, then I said, well, look, what did you ever do? Because I knew he was in a Danish company. I said, what did you ever, did you ever come to London? He said, yes, I was in this show uh, in London, and believe it or not, it ran for about three performances. I had seen one of those performances, oh, that's and he was the wow. Um, I was the first guy that he had ever spoken to, seen one of those uh, performances, and uh, so that was what kind of bonded us together. And uh, and then he kind of came um, when he died. Uh, he had mm. a wonderful tribute in uh, St. John's in New York. Mm. And Alvin mm. Ailey was there, and Martha Graham paid tribute mm. to the stage for him. And of all the speakers, I was the only white guy there. Of course, and, yeah. Um, after uh, about a year afterwards, um, the Harlem Boys Choir came to Denver, and somebody asked me to make a video of them. And uh, I talked to the um, stage manager and said, I'd really like to put a camera right next to the to the conductor so that we can uh, uh, pan the uh, kids. And he said, no, the conductor would be uh, uh, out of sorts. That's not a good idea. And then we talked a little more, and I said, uh, did you ever know Billy Wilson? He said, oh, yes, sure. And he told me how he'd gone to the memorial service for Billy Wilson. And I said, well, I was the guy who spoke there. He said, boy, you were the white guy from Boston, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yes. And as we out of the green room, he said, by the way, the camera, yeah, put it right next to the conductor. It'll be exactly. Fine. So Billy Wilson from On Heaven was looking down on us. It was very mm -hmm. lovely. That's a great story. Two great stories. Wow. Yes. So look, this, <laughs> this, this is what I want to do. Nancy, um, yes. what I'm going to ask is give, give me one highlight story for you about Zoom. And and then I'm I'm afraid Jay is going to bump you. 
from the that's film. fine so that's fine the, um my, my my biggest highlight and i don't know if it, it wasn't about the production I, when we won our first emmy mm. and mm. we were all sitting well you know we were all in our respective homes and we're watching and when they did you know the the nominations or the nominees for best children's programming and they flashed our picture up yeah. I hit the roof. I went completely ballistic because Carol, Carol Burnett got to see my face. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, Carol Burnett saw me. But shortly after that, we got, I, I don't, I'm sure you got one, too. Christopher sent us all telegrams. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's how old it was. I still have my telegram. Of course, my mother yeah. has it. But she, my mother still has, she has everything, trust yeah. me. But, oh. um, you know, because I'm her baby and all that. But the original telegram, and we, I just, I kept looking at it. And believe it or not, and then I'm going to go, it wasn't until I went back to WGBH and started working in production that I actually got to see the mm. <laughs> the Emmy Awards because they were in David Ives' uh, living room, who was the president of WGBH. So we're talking a good 10, 15 years I, <laughs> until I actually got to see the Emmy. Yeah. But that that's my great that's story. Uh, Carol Burnett saw my picture, mm. and that was <laughs> enough for me. <laughs> okay, much love to you, Chris, and I'm sorry I won't get to see you. But bon voyage. One of these days you will. One of these days you will. One of these uh, days. When we do the Where Are They Now episode. Right, when we do the Where Are They Now. <laughs> so, uh, exactly. thanks, Nancy. Um, so, so we will be chatting soon with, I'm just letting Jay know that the, the phone line is open. But before we get on to Maura, Chris, Christopher, don't, didn't, wasn't there a Zoom a story about the Emmys that you told us at the last reunion? Well, it's a really silly story, so I'll it. make it brief. I went to the uh, tailor because, believe it or not, in those days I never had an evening dress for crying out loud. So I went to the uh, tailor and um, uh, asked for an evening dress. And uh, he was fitting it when he said, what do you want it for? I said, well, I've been nominated for, uh, for an Emmy and I'm taking it to Hollywood. Oh, my word, he said. And he ripped off the jacket that he was putting on me. He said, I'm going to give you a really good jacket for the same price. And so he put me in this, put me in this immaculate jacket, and uh, I took it to Hollywood, and um, put it on. And I was sitting next to Merv Griffin uh, in the uh, in the lineup, and he was really pissed off because uh, he didn't get an Emmy that year, <laughs> and I did. But my name was called, and I got up and walked. There were about twenty steps that you had to climb up to get onto the stage, and as I was. Uh, climbing up the stage, I suddenly heard clink, 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 clink. The middle button of this immaculate jacket had fallen off and was falling down the stairs. So I didn't mention his, the tailor's name on uh, on air, but I did the uh, I, I accepted the award without a middle button for my jacket. <laughs> that, I love that story. story. It's a great story. It's a great story. So. Let, let me get let me get over to Maura for for a moment. Maura, you still there? Yes, sir. So tell me, how did you wind up on Zoom? What was your story? Well, I uh, had the advantage, I guess, of watching you all in the first season, and uh, you know, like so many people, I was a fan, and I remember uh, a part of the show, and it, it probably was Nancy 
who came, you know, basically came on and said, you know, Zoom's going to be off for the summertime, and when we come back, there'll be new Zoomers, so keep sending in all of your ideas. So I was uh, not quite 10 at the time, and I decided to write a letter and uh, said I'd like to be on Zoom. So the next thing you know, I get back, you know, application and, and materials, and I ended up auditioning. And, you know, you have to understand, I was not raised with any kind of singing or dancing or any type of talent like that. Um, but to me, it's like, well, why can't I be on a show, right? And uh, I guess it's uh, one of those things. After four auditions, they had us all in the... Uh, a room at GBH, I believe it was the Connors room, and they would bring us up in groups and teach us a uh, production number. And it was, you know, the Lord said to Noah, right, whatever the oh, name of that oh, song that's right. is, I remember and that. we would uh, perform, you know, in a group in front of Christopher and probably Jim Fields and you know whoever else was there. Maybe Newt was there, Newt Wayland, and uh, the next thing you know, quite late into the evening, they named four of us i was the last of the four names and uh it was an amazing uh experience to say the least mm. that, it, it's such a, a great story maura because so many people don't think that they can do something yeah. so they don't right. even try yeah and and mm -hmm. again this this is this the is I part am. of the i am yeah right the i am approach is saying we're always doing the best we can instead of judging right. ourselves Let's mm -hmm. look at why we do what we do. And the small change can have a big effect. Small change, right. you write a letter, you get audition, and, and you're in. The mm -hmm. small change can have a big effect. So how do you think, Absolutely. How do you think it, it, it did affect you? Did it, did it have an effect? Zoom never had a negative effect, per se. But what I will say, and I've, I've mentioned this when we've been together at reunions and whatnot and, and talking amongst ourselves that one of the things that came from that is that at such a young age the bar got set so high um you know i, I look at friends and i'll say but you don't get it at 10 years old <laughs> you're part of something that wins an emmy award how do you top that yeah. <laughs> and maybe you don't and that's okay but i think certainly mm. it gave me incredible experiences um and i got to meet some amazing people and uh, got to do some other things after Zoom, um, performance-wise and, and whatnot. But I think for me, um, you know, I, I, it's a joke. I sign, you know, for friends and whatnot, birthday cards and whatnot, Mara from Zoom, and it's just it's <laughs> part of who I am, I guess. Yeah. Not that, you know, you don't live in the past, but it's a, it's a great and very happy memory and something that I'm very proud of being a part of. Yeah, and, there, and very few people can can say that more. Very few people have been really on Zoom, so mm. it is an incredible experience. So, you Maura, know, where are we now? If we're going to do the where, where are we now show, where let's where let's pre are we now? Well, uh, as you all know, I uh, spent a very long time uh, working for Amtrak as a railroad conductor, okay. which is not something I would have ever envisioned, but I did have the travel bug early on and uh much like with zoom i said well that looks like fun and yeah. i got in touch with uh amtrak and submitted a resume and uh next thing you know you know we're uh we're in the countdown to retirement i guess which is scary um 
But yeah, I mean, I've done a little of everything. I've done some radio. I've done some acting, um, and learned as I got older just how difficult real acting is. It's such a, a, a skill. Um, you know, I've I've done some writing, um, and I moved ten years ago from the Boston area uh, to North Carolina because of the weather and the cost of living. And uh, life's been. Uh, Life's been pretty okay. Good. It's amazing. It's amazing the paths people take. Amtrak. I love it. Off air, Mr. Sarson, we were just talking about you and uh, how well, influential you were saying? for Dr. Joe in his I am theory, in his I am approach. Right. Oh, right. Based on respect. Yeah. It's, it's true, Christopher. You know, so thinking about it, because the show was was so embedded with respect, you know, just well, you know, listening listening to Maura talking about auditions and that kind of, kind of thing made me... Um, I'll tell you a story about the auditions. We got a... After the first cast were on, we got about a 1,000... Every year, we would get a 1,000 um, uh, applicants who wanted to be on Zoom. Hmm. And I have a very soft heart. And Bill, I mean, um, New Wayland and... Um, uh, I would get the we we get a group of fifteen applicants in, and um, the choreographer and the musician Newt and I would uh, have them all sing the Zoom song. They all knew the Zoom song, of course, because mm. the first year's cast had taught it to them. But then came the moment where we had to distinguish. And one of the rules was that out of the 15 who were in front of us, we could only pick one person wow. because we had 10 of these auditions every day. And that way, it took us 10 days to get through the 1,000 applicants. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, we had about 60 or 70 people who we thought would be good on Zoom. And the way that we auditioned was that we'd all sit in a circle or stand in a circle, and we all had name tags on. And I, Christopher, would throw the um, a ball to a big sort of bouncy ball uh, to Joe, who was over the other side of the room. And Joe would throw it to Bill, and Bill would throw it to, uh, you know, somebody else who was auditioning. And all 15 kids were in this circle. When it came back to me or Newt, um, we would put the ball down, and shrink the ball to an imaginary tiny pea-sized ball. And we'd flick it to Joe, or we'd flick it to Maura, or whoever it was. <laughs> and Joe or Maura had a choice. They could either be embarrassed, they could flick the ball themselves as a tiny little ball, or maybe they could blow it up and kick it, an imaginary ball, kick it to one of the other Zoom cars. And it was that streak of imagination it was that streak of creativity that we were looking for mm. as maura said we weren't looking for people who'd done acting before or had, had uh, you know were stage kids we intentionally didn't get stage kids and in fact only a couple of the 21 zoomers that i worked with uh, went on to uh, uh, to any kind of show business um, you probably told people about ben harper and uh, uh, the drummer on Ben Harper, if not, you can tell him about uh, right. Leon. Uh, about Leon, yeah. Leon Mobley. But 
but we were we were uh, looking for creativity. We weren't looking uh, for that, and that I think has a lot to do with I am. Mm. We could bring out of the mm. people uh, that we were auditioning. We could bring out something that maybe they didn't know, yeah. but that was so exciting for them, and they learned it and they enjoyed it. That's what made the show fun. And and I think that. The reason that some folks could be creative like that was because it, you had created a safe place. You know, it, yes. was, it was a yes. place where respect had led to value, which led to trust. And when you trust, you don't, you don't worry about making mistakes. Right. You don't worry about being silly. Right. And that really, right. for me, was it, that has so influenced everything that I do is trying to create a safe place for people so they can... Yeah. They can explore who they are without worrying that they're going to yep. be judged right. as less than and broken. You know? Yeah. It's so important. Listen, bef everybody stay where you are, but I'd like to tell you we got another Zoomer on the line. What? Jay, are you here? Jay. Hello, is this the Dr. Joe Show hey, on right. WATD? It is. <laughs> Sorry to keep you waiting, Jay. So, it is the so Dr. Jay, Joe Show. You're, you are here with Maura and Christopher Sarson. Not, not Maura oh, Sarson. Oh, did you know that Chris hey, was hey, Chris. Yeah, say hello to Jay, everyone. Doing great. Hey, everybody. Hi, Jay. <laughs> hey, Mara. Hey, Mara. A few minutes ago, you said we can't live in the past, but boy, you know it sure is nice. But boy, it sure is nice to visit, isn't it? It's uh. nice to visit. Absolutely. <laughs> my, absolutely. One of my brothers. My, one of my brothers always said, uh, "You can't. You, you can look back, but don't stare." <laughs> mm, that's a great saying. That's very good. That's the old, you know, right? there's a reason the eyes are on the front of your head and not the back, right? <laughs> Boy, I'm yes. telling you, oh, man. That's great. It's like we have that's a tiny great. little, like, little pee ball here. I mean, people are just throwing this idea around. I love this. Mm. This is yeah, great. I love, I love Mara, you re I, I've been on the phone for a few minutes, and, and I heard when you said that, and it really resonated with me. Totally resonated with me. Hey, well, you know, I, you I know it made now, me I, think I, of... At the reunion, when I think it was Tracy which, who said, which "It's one? amazing how similar our personalities all are all these mm -hmm. years later," and it's uh, kind of funny. I guess we bring who we are with us throughout life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are still we are still that you know that that ten, eleven, twelve year old is is still there. No. Mm -hmm. Certainly, that's what we've my grown. wife says. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, oh, sorry, man. Carol. We've, we've grown. We've grown. She doesn't a, really you know, say that. She's going to make her say that she doesn't say that. She doesn't persona say that. over yes, that no, little no, person no. we used to be. It's interesting. Yeah. So interesting. Well, it's funny. It's so, funny um, you say that. I, it's funny. It's funny that you say that because I'm 83 years old now, and I say what? not entirely. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, hold on. 83. Is that all right? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So, so you were gonna say, you all right, right. Now that now that we've anyway, all had our had our moment, no, so you eighty three. Uh, go ahead, go on, go on, Christopher. What I was, what I was going to say was, I still say, and it's not entirely frivolous, that I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> because mm -hmm. I've been a television producer, and I've been a mediator, and I've you know done all these things, and I've really enjoyed it so much, and I've been so lucky. And, you know, knowing you guys and all the people that I've met have, have been, you know, just so incredible and gorgeous. And we're off to New Zealand uh, mm. next month. Mm. And my wife's yep. daughter had a baby 
in New Zealand, and you can't keep a grandmother 7,000 miles away from her first grandchild. So we're that off to true. Little Island in Bahiki, and I was there last week, and everybody's so nice there, and it's all so beautiful and terrific, and I'm a very, very, very lucky guy. Well, you know, one of my <laughs> phrases, Christopher, uh, I've worked hard to be this lucky. There you go. You know? Yep. Because it's not just luck. Yep. It's not just luck. It's mm -hmm. it's who we are and how we help create the worlds within and without us. We have a phrase in uh, in the bowling world uh, because I'm I bowl on a team and in fact I've got to I've got to jump off this call because I go bowling in just a few minutes. What? But the phrase the phrase in the bowling world is it's better to be lucky than good. <laughs> I like that. So are you telling us yeah. that you're going to be going on strike? Oh, oh, Joe. I'm sorry. Joe. I'm sorry. Oh, my was he like, was he like hey, that listen, at 12 and 13? Before, oh, completely. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody, it, it applies to Joe. As somebody said earlier, you're still the 11-year-old. You grow up with that. That's exactly what Joe has done. Bless you. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yep. you. Hey, listen, guys, before I go, um, Chris, I want to say something to you that I have never uh -oh. said to you. And we've known each other on and off for almost 50 years. Think crazy, about that. Eh? Yikes. Yeah. That's crazy. 45 yeah. years, whatever it is. And over the years that I've seen you and worked with you and, and enjoyed time with you and spent, you know, spent time with you at reunions and whatever else we've done, I've said a lot of things to you. But you know what I've never said? What have you never said? Thank you. I never, I never thanked you for picking me. And I know, Mari, er, earlier on you were talking about the audition process. And, Chris, you got into it a little bit more. What I remember from the audition process, at least this is the, these are the numbers that I was working with, at a certain point there were 550 kids, and you picked four of us. Now, there were more than right. 550, but, but at a certain point that number for some reason sticks in my head. Right. And you picked four of us. And I just, I, I couldn't be more thankful. And just thank you. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. Well, let, me, let, me, awesome. let me respond to that because, you know, thank you for saying thank you. Maybe it's the first time you've <laughs> said it, but you have shown it over the years that you've been you. And the reason that I say that is that I was sitting having uh, a meal, uh, no, having a business meeting with a couple of people who knew me and introduced me as the Zoom Papa, and they immediately began <laughs> singing the Zoom song. And, you know, that was all very nice and blah, 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 and then we got on with the business meeting. Someone else sitting at a table in, in the different part of the room, 20 minutes later, came over and said, why are you guys singing the Zoom song? They knew it too. And my point oh. is that you have thanked me every time that happens. And it's mm. happened a thousand times because you uh. and Joe and Moore and everybody else, Tracy, have, have just shown how wonderful you were on the show. And it's been <coughs> richly rewarding to so many thousands of people. It's great. Thank you. Yeah. With the Zoom cast number two, cast number season two. two. That's 1973 for those counting, right? That's right. Well, actually, 72 and 73. We kind of, yeah. We we sort of crossed over, right, between 72 oh, yeah. and 73. We did. Yeah. We did. Well, remember, remember, there were seven kids on the show, and we replaced four of them 
one uh, after they've done uh, 13 shows. Then we replace three of them after they've done another seven, and then Ooh. four when they've done another seven. So it, uh, the years got all messed up, but uh, the kids oh, yeah. didn't. So wait, so, so it was seven shows, or <coughs> no more? Did you did thirteen shows, right? Which I remember the, being uh, yeah. I, okay. in total between the year, the part of the year that we were with Tracy, Nancy, and Kenny, and then the other part, which was with Bernadette, Leon, and Louise. I believe it was like twenty-one shows in total. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it was thirteen. You should have been on for. Uh, seven with uh, one cast and six with another, but uh, maybe maybe it was twenty-one. But 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 there were also some shows, right? Where maybe we you took a little bit of this show, the other shows. Uh, so but, but let, let me let me do this. I'm, I'm I I just want to tell you we have a caller who I had the opportunity to meet personally in Chicago. But I just want to introduce you, Walter. 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 Is on <laughs> Hello? the line. Are you on the line there, Walter? Uh, can you hear me, Dr. Joe? We can hear you. Oh, my God. What a thrill. This is the biggest thrill. I haven't had this big a thrill for uh, almost ever. <laughs> Walter, so Walter can I have the honor of announcing you as literally the world's biggest Zoom fan? <laughs> oh, my God, Mara. That would be an honor. Indeed, it would. I don't Walter know if I am, but I tried very hard. Alive. <laughs> by social media for I can't even tell you how long. <laughs> well, my, you we know, know what? I, well, don't we? We know his name really well. We do. Yes. So, Christopher, you? let me introduce you to... Walter, can we can we say your last name on the air? It's your choice. Yeah, oh, yes, well, if you I can. Mean, in the spirit of Zoom, are we just doing first name? Well... <laughs> no, it's, it's Brightsky, but you're welcome to... Uh, 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 I, it, it, this is such a thrill. I, I, I just, I'm so grateful that, that you know, I, I might not be the biggest fan, but at least I've tried. So, you know, and I've been sincere, and, and it's been 40-some years. So, you know, it's, it's not just a passing thing. Walter, did you ever write into Zoom? I wrote, now this, you're not going to believe this. I've told you this. I wrote in all the time. I wrote in. I got over 300 letters, and I got. And this is the truth. And if I'm lying, may it be struck dead. I got on 10 different times: four in the fourth, one in the fifth, and five in the sixth. And that's the God's honest truth. They knew me in the mailroom. They knew who my my. They, that wasn't a coincidence. After a while, they knew my letters because I would always draw cartoons on them too. And so, no, I got and I got them on. You know, I got the tape. So it's 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 there for prosperity, prosperity, whatever. Hey, Walter, Walter, would you like me to tell you what you were up against when you were writing into Zoom? Uh, yeah, I know it was it was one in a, one of my letters in the fourth season was me writing a letter to 125 Western Avenue saying how grateful I was. So. If I can do it, anyone can do it. And they read that letter. That was the first thing. David, not your David, but the fourth season David and Kate read that. They said, here's a letter that made us feel good about it. It's from Wally Breitsky. And then it was as the world zooms. It was, if you remember that, they had that soap opera uh, parody oh, on yeah. the fourth season. And, and I did Stuck Elevator. And that was mine. And then they read the letter, me thanking them. And I had the privilege. They say Donna, who my dear Donna, had the first play on Zoom. That's right. I had the last one, the wow. last show of the last season, number six. So, Christopher, what was Walter up against in terms of Zoom mail? I'll tell you what he was up against. We went on the air on a, nationally on a Sunday. And guess what? 
uh, there was Nancy dipping her little envelope in the water, and Joe, of course, dipped it right in and got it wet. Uh, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you think you have an idea that you think is just right, send it to Zoombox 350 Boston Mass 02134. That went on the air on Sunday. On Monday, believe it or not, we didn't get any mail. Surprise, surprise. Tuesday, we got 700 letters. And they oh come in the, in the old days, uh, and of course, this, these are real letters, they're not emails. Um, they come in trays of 700. We got a full tray of 700 letters. The next day, we got 2,000. And the following day, <laughs> we got 2,000. And the day after that, we got 2,000, and that was Friday. There was a woman in Boston uh, in GBH called Helen Fox, and she organized a, uh, in opposite from uh, the studio. She, opposite, she um, got a huge uh, section of tables and little cubicles, 40 of these cubicles, and we got volunteers to come in and answer these letters. Their rule was that they, in their two-hour stint, they could only take one letter out of their whole tray to send to the production office. Wow. So you already were sort of winning. And wow. because you did cartoons, Walter, and that kind of thing, I'm not surprised that they, uh, uh, that they kind of... Uh, uh, you know, favoured you, and you got uh, uh, and you got on the show. But it was extraordinary. We got ten thousand letters a week uh, for the length of the show, except when um, when uh, we were going to go off the air because CPB wasn't going to fund us, and we got the tape back that we were going to air that Sunday, and we got Mora to uh, go on camera and say. They're not going to fund us next year. If you care about us, please send us your picture and we'll take it to Washington. Unbelievable. Mm. 2,000 people sent their With all the urgency, my 10 year old self could muster. <laughs> and David, David Ives and Michael Rice and I went down to Washington and unrolled this big sheet of these thousands of pictures uh, in the alleyway that people had to come out of when they came out of their offices at CPB. They had to step on these pictures, and that was so degrading oh. and so awful that they found it too. Oh, my God. Wow. Anyway, so, so we you, went, you, we were went up against, uh, you were up against a lot of competition. Well, well and, done, and Walter. May I brag one more time, and then I'll shut up? Sure. When, when, sure. when I, was it Austin Hoyt was the, it had something to do with the fourth season show. He and yeah, he was, Edith and Danny, the first Danny, and Louise on the Mike Douglas show, if you remember oh, that. that's right. Wow. That they, is right. And, and Danny read a letter, and then Mike Douglas said, oh, Edith, go reach in the barrel. They had the Zoom barrel. And she pulled it. I said, this is from Wally Breitsky of Gary, Indiana. <laughs> I swear to God. I, I swear to God. If I'm making that up, may I? But, but that was, but see, they, I'm telling you, they knew me in, in, the, in the office by that time. I love they it. They knew me. And I will, I will say that if anybody... It can be dubbed the Zoom historian. It's Walter. He Thank you. I can mail dates and things and casts and uh, amazing. Walter, amazing. Why, why don't you tell them what, what the name of the Facebook page that you have for Zoom? Uh, uh, well, I, I called it Zoom Do, uh, Zoom D-O, no space, of course, cap, all capital Z-O-O-M has to be capital. And I called it that of to course. distinguish it from other Zoom things, you know, Zoom cameras or whatever. And Zoom do a tribute site. We've got now, I think, 260 uh, people, 
and uh, people are asking all the time to join, mm -hmm. and uh, I make them answer a question, what is your favorite memory? And uh, uh, they do, and then uh, 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 so yeah, it's a Zoom do a tribute site. So folks, you know, Facebook folks, that's the site this to go time, to. And yeah. you know what? <laughs> Maybe you can be a Wally. Because if we really do this Where Are They Now show, yep. maybe we can take some of those quotes off of that site. Your favorite, what was your favorite well, moment? Well, Wally's going to be a part of it. There's no question there's, about there's it. There's no question about it. Oh. You know, from Gary, folks, Indiana. From Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. How did you know? That's you, where I was. Because oh, I was in the mailroom. No, I was, but that's, and now I'm in Chicago. But and, no, it was all Gary, and I got the 300. I got more Zoom cards than, that's right. than I bet, uh, the biggest collection. If not, I'd like to see who has more. But So uh, I just want to thank all of you, because we're just about out of time. Oh. Maura, thank you so much. We'll be catching up. Christopher, looking forward to seeing you soon. Walter, we'll see you all next week on the Dr. Joe Show. See you later. Good night. Thank you. Yes, the sadness of just a show, then go, go.